raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The most funny in the morning. All right, y'all, just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. Ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, Pastor Frederick Douglas Haynes. Pastor Haynes, good morning. Good morning, Ricky Smiley. How you doing, bro? Man, blessing, highly favored. I know you got a good word for us this morning. Oh, yeah, man. God bless you. I'm excited today to let you know that, listen, please learn to let go and let God have his way in your life. Why? Because I've discovered what you're holding on to may hold you back and even handcuff you from becoming everything that God would have you to become. What are you holding on to? Is it a grudge? What are you holding on to? Is it unforgiveness? What are you holding on to? Is it guilt over something that you did yesterday that's messing with you today and getting in the way of your tomorrow. Here's the good news. You can let go and let God have his way. When you let go, it basically means that you are saying, God, this is too much for me, but it's just right for you. And God's grace, watch this, will not only forgive you for what happened, but God will bless you through what happened and make something better happen as a result of what happened. As long as you let go and let God have his way. If you let go and let God have his way, God can convert your mess up into a bless up. If you let go and let God have his way, God can use what was against you to somehow work out for you. Let go and let God have his way. And you can say with Joseph, as he said to his brothers, you meant it for evil. God meant it for good because I let go and let God have his way. So whatever else you do, don't hold on to something that is holding you back and handcuffing you. But let go and let God have his way. That is, that's a good word, Pastor Haynes. Let everybody know how you can be reached. Hey, thank you, Ricky Smiley. You can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at FH Unscripted. And you can get check out some of my sermons on my YouTube channel, Frederick Haynes. That is, I appreciate you always, Pastor Haynes. And you know we love you, man. Love you appreciate you, Ricky. Have a good one. Hey, you too. Let's go, Ricky Smiley. News headlines, entertainment, sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, I'm Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I got your front page right here, Maria. Good morning. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your. T- Wednesday morning headlines. CNN anchor Don Lemon will work uh, today returning to the network and participate in formal training following sexist comments he made last week. The controversy started after he made these comments about Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley being in her prime. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley is in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and Maybe 40s. What are that's you talking about? Acor- that's not according to me. Prime for what? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll. If you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say 20s, 30s, and 40s. Meanwhile, Nikki Haley Who is taking this? advantage. This was uh, Don Earl- Lemon. Yeah, Don Lemon. You know? Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, and just to note, she's 51 years old, so that's really not 
old, in my opinion. But uh, Nikki Haley has taken advantage of the extra publicity by selling merch based off of Lemon's comments. In other news, President Joe Biden vowed on Tuesday that Russia would never defeat Ukraine and reaffirmed Western support for Kyiv. He also praised Poland and other Western allies for helping Ukraine fend off Russian forces for a year. The president's comments were made just hours after the Kremlin said it would suspend participation in the last remaining nuclear arms treaty with the U.S. More candidates are jumping into the 2024 presidential race. Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, the multimillionaire biotech entrepreneur and self-described intellectual godfather of the anti-woke movement, announced on Tuesday that he is running for president. He filed forms to run on the Republican side of the aisle and is the third high-profile candidate to declare for the presidency in 2024. Lastly, Ricky, Walmart on Tuesday reported strong sales and profits last quarter, but said that times would be tougher this year, a warning that consumers were starting to pull back as they felt the squeeze from rising prices for everyday goods. Ironically, Walmart, Walmart's quarterly revenue of $164 billion was 7.3% higher than the same period in the, uh, the year earlier. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick, quick rundown of stories we're following this morning. For more news and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? Well, Atlanta Hawks fired their head coach, Nate McMillan. He's gone in midseason. That's the wrong time you want to get fired in midseason, man. He's currently in eighth place in the East. Rumor is that him and his star point guard, Trey Young, they don't get along anymore. So uh, they want to get somebody in here fresh to get things going because in eighth place, you still got time to get this playoff rush as we get down for get ready for the second part of the season. Carolina Panthers assistant coach Jim Caldwell, one of the faces of the NFL in terms of black head coaching hires for the past few years, or actually past decade or whatever, said these words yesterday. Right, right now, the only thing I'm concerned about is the job that I do here, right here and now. I'm not worried about the future or anything else. I don't plan on being a head coach at the, from this point forward, um, but my focus is on doing the absolute best job for this organization at this particular point in time. So if you read between those lines, you're like, man, I'm, I'm it sounds like he just kind of tired of being like, listen, man, y'all going to hire me? Hire me because I'm a good head coach. Don't worry about the whole black situation or whatever. So I'm just going to enjoy this job and enjoy the position that I currently have with the Panthers. And if anybody want me as a head coach in the future, then we'll talk then. That's what I got from it. It is what it is. Quick sports report right there. Gary with the team. What's up there, Pimpy? All right, y'all. Yesterday we talked about Judge Mathis retiring, leaving um, his court show, the um, Judge Mathis show. Well, now it's being reported that Judge Mathis won't be retiring, y'all, from the TV bench after all. Byron Allen's, y'all, Allen Media Group will produce a new syndicated strip featuring y'all Mathis title, Mathis Court with Judge Mathis. Now, they're saying that the show's going to be available for syndication in the fall, and it's going to also run on the Allen Media Justice. Central Cable Channel. Now, they're saying that the announcement of Mattis Court comes just a few days after Warner Brothers TV said that it will end Judge Mattis after 24 seasons, y'all, in the syndication. Now, they're saying, y'all, that um, Byron Allen's company also includes, y'all, Justice for All with Judge Christina Perez, Justice with Judge Maybelline, Supreme Justice with Judge Karen, The Verdict with Judge Hatchet, and, honey, we the people with Judge Lauren Lay. So he got all the black judges going to be oh, on his yeah. name. So congrats. And, you know, Rick, I remember, Byron, isn't he a comedian? Or wasn't he Absolutely. a comedian? And, hell, Absolutely. And he just got rich all of a, a billionaire. Yeah, he bought the Weather Channel as well. Yes. Golly. Oh, wow. The Weather Channel? Yeah. He did. Byron, yes. He did. Yeah, and they said he um he made history with the most expensive home purchase by an African-American in the USA. So congratulations, Byron Allen and Judge Mathis, y'all. 
All right, the color today is one of my favorite colors in honor of Ash Wednesday. My color today, y'all, is suit. On the high end, you say suit, and on the low end, you say beautiful Ash. That's your color for today. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. All right, y'all, it's the bottom of the hour time for the hot spot. What up, Rock Teasy? What up, my homie? I'm sitting there for the Brigitte Tat, of course, man. We bring you music, movies, and more. Yesterday, Whoopi Goldberg became the latest celebrity to take aim at Nikki Haley's age, saying the 51-year-old GOP presidential candidate is not part of the new generation she claims to be a member of. The View co-host fired off the jab during Monday's show. Days after CNN anchor Don Lemon got himself into some hot water for saying on air that Haley was not in her prime. So, Rick, is this yeah. true? Is she like, is she, you know, is this 51 I mean, I don't know, know about in her prime. She's uh, definitely qualified to run for president of the United States. She was the governor of South Carolina, and 51 is not old. Because the age is, uh, the youngest age you can be for president is what, 45? 35. 35? Right. I think 51 is political prime, don't you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think most that definitely. is a, a great age to be in your political prime. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but they need to, they're need they going to have to stop speaking out, um, um, Don Lemon and Whoopi, honey. They're going to wind up losing their job, honey, in Black History Month. Cause uh, they, they don't have the complexion for the protection. That's no, the they show. don't. And they're saying these things, honey. I'm like, oh, Lord. Well, in other news, <laughs> let's talk about the Roots picnic lineup is live. Diddy and the Roots will co-headline event with guess who? Lauren Hill. As she celebrates the 25th anniversary of her legendary album, The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill, in my opinion, still one of the greatest albums of all time. Other artists who will be uh, in this Philadelphia hip-hop festival include Ari Lennox, Glorilla, and DJ Drama. Dave Chappelle is also slated to perform the first night of the festival to kick off the weekend's uh, festivities. Pre-sale tickets for the annual music festival happening from June 2nd to the 4th are on sale right now. And believe it or not, it's been almost a year since Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the 94th Annual Academy Awards. And the Men in Black star is still reflecting on the shocking turn of events. So Smith shared a TikTok video of himself set alongside another video by TikTok users suggesting a way to make life interesting and fun. They said, did you know that you can pick up any object, look at it and ask it what it thinks of you? The TikToker continues. So, for example... You can pick up a pen and ask it how it sees you and what it thinks about you. And you will get an answer in your mind from your intuition. What was, uh. he, what was he hooked on? So, so so, you can pick anything up, right? Look at it. It could be a piece of paper and ask it, what does this piece of paper think of you? And then sometime in your own mind, you're going to have, you're going to create some type of an answer. And what did he say? <laughs> Well, at this prompt, Smith looks uh, pensive at the moment, and then he brings out the Oscar he won from Best Actor last year. So he right. picked, he pretty much picked up the Oscar that he won. Oh, okay. So I don't, right. I, I don't know yeah. what that means. Tell you the truth is, I just don't follow him anymore. I'm, I'm not mad at him. I don't hate him or anything. Just don't follow him no more because I, I mean, even when he did apologize, he just kind of, sort of, kind of made it about him and, and just the way you know. It just wasn't heartfelt, and uh, I forgive people, and I, I respect people where they are. But, uh, you know, the, the Will Smith fan I used to be or whatever, I don't know. I just wanted him to kind of get that right because I just don't feel like he ever got it right. I don't dislike him. I would speak to him and be kind to him if I saw him, but I just wanted him to get that right. 
you know, especially the fact that Chris uh, Rock is a personal friend. So, you know, I don't know. That's just me. That's yeah, just me. That's all just good, man. Well, I'm Rock Teasy, man, putting it down for the Brigadier Tack, and that is what's hot. Coming up next, we got the HBC, you know, and we need your wake-up calls, man. So give us a call right now, 866-9-RICKY, 866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I know, I know, I know, I know. Now you know. Hey, no. Hey, no. And if you don't know, now you know. HBC, you know. Okay, what up, man? Rock Teasy for Sheezy. Always keeping it so breezy up in the building, man. It's time for that HBC, you know. We're going to always highlight, showcase, and put a spotlight on our heroes and sheroes that attended or currently attend our phenomenal historically black colleges and universities. Oh, we going to Norfolk, Virginia. That's right. Norfolk State University established in 1935. Home of the green and gold Spartans. Big ups to the Spartan Legion marching band. Oh, my goodness. That's a whole nother HBC you know by itself. But let's talk about one of y'all's former students. I'm talking about the first African-American woman to receive a Ph.D. in astrophysics from Yale University. Oh, yes. She attended Norfolk State University first. She conducts research on blazars. Y'all saying, what in the world is a blazar? Hyperactive, supermassive black holes in space. Uh Uh-huh. All from an HBCU education. She founded Vanguard, which is Conversations with Women of Color in STEM. Her nonprofit foundation's mission is to use science, technology, engineering, and mathematics as a tool for social justice. She has also appeared on the television series Genius. Because let's face it, y'all, she is one. Voted 100 most influential African Americans in the world. And oh, by the way, she also attended Fisk University. Another double dose of that HBCU education. Oh, I'm talking about Dr. Jadita Eisler. If you didn't know, now you know. If you want me to highlight your favorite HBCU, hit me up on my social media platforms at Rock T Holla. Let's get it. HBCU, no. I appreciate that, Rock T. Uh, Maria, what you got coming up next? All right, so I'm Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. You know, today is Ash Wednesday, the official start of the 40-day season of Lent, which leads up to Easter. But why do people give things up until Easter Sunday? Well, millions of people do this during Lent as a sign of sacrifice and to test their self-discipline. Christians believe that this is to represent Jesus Christ's sacrifice when he went into the desert to pray and fast for 40 days before later dying on the cross. Now, in the Bible's New Testament, while Jesus was there, Satan tempted him to turn away from God and worship him instead, but Jesus refused to, which is why people might give something up in order to test their own self-discipline, too. So, are you giving up anything for Lent, Ricky? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mountain Dews. You say that every year, dog. Uh. <laughs> you make it about day three. <laughs> right. Well, I, I, don't drink, I, I don't drink a whole one anymore. A whole all one, it, okay. Like almost, uh, almost, uh, you know, more than a half. I mean, less than half, and just pour the rest of it in the sink. Mm-hmm. Just need, just need to, need to, you know, that that just burn my. But I, I made Kool Aid, so once I, I'd be too lazy to make Kool Aid. But if I have some Kool Aid, I won't drink a Mountain Dew. But I will have a nice 
You know, some nice Kool-Aid, the uh, grape with the sh- with the lemonade package. Mix those two together. That's delicious. Yes, sir. With some, with some yeah. damn ice. That, with, that, some, uh, with some ice. Man. <laughs> that, 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 that blue raspberry mixed with lemonade is also off the chain. Hell yeah. It's like a bomb pop. Stop well, playing. <laughs> hmm. okay. Gary, what we you know. getting up a lint? Oh, honey, I'm giving up gossiping, honey. Oh. I ain't going to gossip. <laughs> So, there goes the morning show. I know. Job. The whole the morning show. Just throw it in the garbage until Easter. <laughs> oh, I don't, but Rick, I thought you had to be Catholic to do that. I oh, thought that no. was for Catholic people. Oh. I did, too. I was so confused yesterday. Yeah, I thought it was Catholic people that was Ash Wednesday. I didn't know. Cause the Catholic I did, too, but I see, I, I see p- Christian folks doing it. And, like, it, you know, it's just, again, a, a sign of self-discipline and sacrifice. So, because yeah. my neighbors were Catholic and they used to go get their ashes from the church for Ash Wednesday. So I didn't yeah, know I thought that was the thing where you got to put the little yeah. mark on your forehead and all that. I'm confused about all that. I didn't know it was for Baptists. Yeah, I didn't know where Lent was until last year. <laughs> yeah. I thought okay. it was a person. Yeah, so Lent just sweater. represents, yeah, that period, <laughs> that 40 day period. <laughs> Take your clothes out to dry it, <laughs> clean out the little screen. You know what? Jesus. <laughs> 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 I hope the Christian's not listening to it. I thought you were supposed to leave the lint on your clothes for that day or something. <laughs> I don't know. Don't put that little brush on your sweater. <laughs> but, but, uh, but uh, you know, uh, now, now I will say, uh, let's switch gears for a minute to Easter candy and stuff. Now, if you really like to decorate for Easter, um, Home Goods has some of the classiest, nicest little Easter decorations and candy yes. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I always go to Home Goods for my little Easter candy because... I mean, some of the main stores that we always go to, they don't do nothing but take the leftover Halloween and Christmas candy and repackage it and, and try to try to sell it or whatever. Don't nobody want them same damn Snickers and Three Musketeers bars. You be wanting real, authentic Easter candy. And then if you want to get them bra, the bra candies or whatever, you have to go to uh, Dollar, the Dollar Tree. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the, the Brocks. Oh, yeah. The Brocks, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go to a certain Dollar Tree in in a certain uh, no nice. Walgreens. Walgreens, the ones have have the Brock can the Brock. Is it what is it? How do you yeah, pronounce it? Yeah, the old school peppermint and and, and, and butterscotches and all that that Grandmama used to have. Mm, right, Easter jelly beans be them flavors. Yeah, be so yeah, good. Man. Yes, but that Brock brand is just always the best, and you can't find it anywhere. Uh-huh. All right, thank you, Maria. Y'all, more Rick's about the morning show coming up. Another Black History Spotlight. This is more recent Black History. The date was July 7th, 2012. Snow Hill, North Carolina is the city. 23-year-old Tanisha Huff was getting groceries at a self-checkout at a neighborhood food lion when she became the first person to be caught trying to alley-oop items over the scanner and drop them in the bag. She dropped a two-pound beef roast and a package of chicken leg quarters in her bag after scanning three cans of sweet corn and a box of mini rice. She remains incarcerated <laughs> to this day, not because of the theft, but because a short chase across the parking lot by a store security guard ended with him being fatally struck by a delivery van. She's due to be released July 2024. Tanisha Marie Huff, today's Black History Spotlight. <laughs> she got a spotlight <laughs> because she was the first one to be documented trying to alley-oop them items over the scanner and drop it straight in her bag <laughs> yeah that beef roasting them leg quarters got her yeah yep but she did scan the sweet corn in the minute rice 
<laughs> that was only about two dollars and something because you know them three you gotta show me how to do that three for a dollar forty yeah, yeah you got to show me how to do that yeah, there you go. Get all I always go to that scanner, but I got to learn yeah. how to do that, though. No, nah, you don't need no because the technology now catches it as you go up and over, so it, it'll still catch the scan. It won't yeah. scan the item, but it can tell that you tried to. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has a T and the color of the day. What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Wednesday, Ash Wednesday, and here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. A musician called Love Benji, y'all, has made a shocking public claim, y'all, that he is the biological son, y'all, of LL Cool J and that, honey. He has been hidden, y'all, from the public eye for years. Now, he said, quote, it takes a lot of courage for me to be able to talk about this now at the age that I am. He said, they made me sign the paperwork. He said, you know, they didn't want it to go public. He said, this is probably around COVID. He said, they wanted to silence me. But ever since my mother really told me the truth, he said, I feel like it should be public. Now that I um, need to just get this off of my chest, he said, I want to give thanks to this young man too, he said on Instagram. Now he claimed y'all that even though the um, rapper allegedly knew that he was his son, he said he blocked him on social media, y'all, and didn't want anything to do with him, y'all. He said, James Todd Smith, which is LL Cool J, is definitely his father. He said he always used to try to go on trips to see him, y'all, and his beautiful wife, his siblings, brothers, and sisters. He said, but he never knew why I wanted to make music. He said, because why I wanted to be an actor. He said, why I wanted to do these things. He said, because, hell, you LL Cool J, you are definitely my um, father and stuff like that. Now, he also said his name is Love Benji. He's claiming, y'all, that the rapper would send him money, but not enough money, Ricky, y'all, he said, to live a lavish life. He said he, said he barely even had enough, y'all, to cover the essentials. He said, I'm thankful that he'll send me, um, you know, every now and then, probably $200 a month. He said, but it ain't about the money. He said, he blessed me with the charm, the ladies, the charisma. He said, I really want to take it here and have the blogs blow it up or nothing like that, he said. So he, he just didn't want that. But this boy looks just like LL Ooh, Cool J. he does just like Oh, him. my yeah. God, honey. Bless you. spit him out. Yes, Lord, honey. I mean, wow. how, how could that happen? I mean, I guess, you know, maybe um, LL and his mom allegedly probably had a relationship back when they were young and stuff. And well, you know, LL been famous and he been hot since he was 16 years old. So, right. Yeah. You know, there's a lot it going on. He just doesn't on. seem like the type of person to deny a child to me, but the boy looked just like him. That's yeah. odd. Yeah, he looked And he said he didn't himself. send him nothing? He said he would give him $200 every now and then or whatever he would do it. So, but. Yeah, but he, bless his ne- But never spent no time together or did anything No, together? never spent time with him according to the story. And, and, you know, he said he just wanted to meet him or whatever, but I'm sure he's going to meet him now then since he didn't put this out there. And he looked just like him. So, I mean, even though, you know, that, that and, don't And how old is the kid? He didn't say, I think probably like in his 30s, his um, late 30s. Yeah. So but, I think at that point I would be like, I'm cool. You ask for just meet him, yeah. Like I don't want to meet you after all. What have you? It ain't, it ain't even about about meeting. I just I just keep it moving because apparently you don't want me in your life because fathers yeah. go out and seek their kids. You know the yeah. ones that really care about because you know their kid is just as much yours as it is the mother's, and regardless of how they got here or what the relationship was. You know what I'm saying? If he will see you, you know, that's just a natural instinct that you're gonna have. But. I mean, yeah. to each his own. Yeah. You know, I often wonder about it. How could a person have a child and be walking around on earth with a child Ain't and you no know you have a child? And don't do way. with him. Ain't yeah. no damn way. Ain't no way. I'm talking about ain't no Gary. I swear. 
It, yeah. It's like a, a damn lion and a bear can't drive a car, read or write, and got sense enough to care for their young. Yes. And you're a human being, you can read, write, drive a car, and get to do all this stuff. And you got yeah. somebody that came from your body that looked just like you, and you don't have nothing to do with it. That yeah. says a lot about you as a person. Now, I don't yeah. know what the other side and the back side story is, but, but I mean, I have sat up here, and Gary, you done seen it because you didn't help me. Yeah. Uh, uh, I done seen kids that didn't have a father, a uh, father died and lost a father, and we done took all them kids in and raised them and put them through college because you had to babysit half yeah. of them. And, and I know it got on your nerve, and I really appreciate the help. But, Gary, I swear I, I cannot stand to see uh, a child sit on the front row with their dad in that in that uh, casket up there and, and, and just not be nothing to the, to, to the child. We raised a whole bunch of them because, man, my heart is just, it's just a deep, deep, deep father instinct that I have because I did not have a father, and I know what it feels like not to have one. And yeah. I just tried to fill in the gap as much as I can, wherever I could. And, and you do a good uncle, job at it, so. I tried. Yeah. Yep, but that, that's sad, job, man, to, to know is. that, Gary. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Gary, I done seen, seen you take your nephews, and you part of the LGBT community, and seen you sit up in the barbershop on Saturdays with your nephews getting them a haircut. Oh, yes, and I just had a nephew here this past weekend, and I, and I bought him a little uh, crossbody. He wanted a man bag. So I bought him a man bag, too. So no, no, don't do it. Take him out there and put him on football team. <laughs> Moving on to another celebrity news. Speaking of, y'all, speaking of babies, y'all, the Brad, honey, our very own the Brad announced that she is pregnant, and she's welcoming the child with her wife, Miss Jessie Judy Harris DuPont, y'all. And here's what she said about this yesterday. What is this? What is this? Oh, my gosh. This is, I'm going to be an auntie. <laughs> Yes, honey. Brad 48 and Judy 41, honey, she told us that she said, honey, she would have never thought, honey, that she was going to have kids. She said, she said, I thought it wasn't in the cards for me. She said, I had a great career, a full life. And she said, I felt like because I didn't get pregnant early on, then, honey, it just wasn't going to happen to her and what have you. And she also went on to say that, you know, that, you know, she went back and forth with her wife. They went back and forth, honey, battling about, you know, should she or shouldn't she or whatever. But now, honey, she is definitely pregnant. She said, honey, I was like, nothing going to come out of me, honey. She said, Honey, and they had that little tug of war in the beginning. She said, but it felt like she should have had the experience. So, you know, now she's definitely going to have that experience. And congratulations to Brad. And I read somewhere, and I'm sure she's going to talk about it later, that um, she's craving ribs and cake icing. I bet. Ribs dipped in cake icing. Wow. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I'm like, huh? Maria, what you crave? Uh, uh, oh, congratulations. Yes, congratulations. Absolutely. She have a wonderful, awesome, safe uh, pregnancy. You know, especially uh, Maria. Now, when they at, at Brant's age, is that high risk, or, or what do you know about that? I mean, I, I, I mean, it is. I mean, the older you get, that's just like a general medical standard. But they have some great doctors, and they plan things out. And she's in her second trimester, so that first trimester is a little, you know, scary. That's why a lot of folks wait until they're at a certain um, time in their pregnancy before they announce it to everyone. So she yeah. just got to make sure she take care of herself, and you know, we'll be feeding her fruit and. Giving her foot rubs in the studio. I'm just joking, but you know, right. uh, just giving her good energy. But Absolutely. Ricky, wasn't Sarah 80? 
Sarah was 80 when she had up 80. She got some help from the Holy Ghost, so that's a different story. <laughs> right. The Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today is suit. On the high end, you say suit, and on the low end, you say beautiful ash. That's your Kahlua for today. All right, thank you, Gary. We appreciate that. Y'all give it up for Gary with the team. <laughs> Calling from Moore. Want to say good morning to Jasmine. Nah, nah, Jasmine, wake up, wake up, wake up. Say games, then hey. wake up. Meridian, wake up. And Greenwood, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. When you at Dallas, wake up. In Chicago, wake up. ATL, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Ladies and gentlemen, our favorite grandmama, Miss Bernice Jenkins. How you feeling, Janie? It's fine. Just another day that the Lord has kept me. Yeah. Woke me up this morning in my right mind. Yeah. I agree, I agree, I agree. That needs to be a song, Janie. <laughs> That's right. Hear that church announcement this morning, Gary, Mary, Rock T, Special K. Yes, ma'am. Govern yourself accordingly. Now, the pastor wants to apologize for the drama in the parking lot doing Bible study last night. Uh, his third ex-wife, Miss Vanita, had showed up and was busting windows on his new wife, Phyllis car, and they got the fighting out there. Now, the, the new first lady won the fight after uh, she leg-clipped Vanita and stomped her out. Oh! And then, then she slid up under the church van until the police got there. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> That's a good place to, to hold. Like you wait, when you're waiting on the police, just slide up under a car. They can't get to you, Janie. That's masculine and want to sign up for the Mike Tyson look-alike contest on Easter Sunday. Please send your pictures to Deacon Whitehead by next Monday. Please. We're not going to say no names, but we have a few of them. We have a $100 cash prize. Now, the funeral service for Johnny Sims. You know him, Janie? Yeah. Sister Val Sims' first husband, that funeral's gonna be on Saturday. Mm-hmm. He was only 67 and nobody liked him. 
he had warrants from the county police, warrants from the sheriff department, warrants from the U.S. Marshals, the Postal Service, the FBI, and was banned for life from public parks, city buses, libraries, and all schools. But Val said he was trying to get right with Jesus when he died on Monday trying to steal DVDs out of a red box. <laughs> and his arm got stuck in there and a wasp nest was behind, behind and they stung him to death. Oh, wow. Wow. So that was going to be a closed casket. All right, Jaden. All right, Jaden. That concludes our church announcement. I'll see you at the funeral. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, what, what's up? What's up, man? What's up, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, hey, hey cause you know what? You know what? Yeah. You know why? You know why I'm in the other day? You know? You know exactly why I'm in? Why I'm in the other day? Why you not coming to work? Shady ain't called me now, trying to say thank you so much, Black Tony, for coming to work on Monday when one now one of us here. You ain't called me to say thank you okay. so much, Black Tony, for being on the L and taking over the, and, and and covering up, the, covering for the money. Because if I hadn't showed up, guess what? The folk would have heard dead L for 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 having on the no. show. No, and, no, and you, no, that ain't how it works. Appreciate you don't appreciate me. So you ain't called now, trying to say, Black Tony. You know what? Black Tony, so, we was so happy you came in and came to work on Monday. Black Tony, we, we was supposed to be on. That was that was the off day. That was the off day. That was President's Day. Show up. You mad? So you still ain't said thank you. I work hard. You I did a great job. Oh, you did a great <laughs> job, Tony. Thank you, awesome. Awesome. And, 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 and Maria gonna come up and, and say something. And, and I appreciate it, but, but Maria wasn't at work yesterday. Maria wasn't at work yesterday. Now you had work yesterday. You ain't said nothing new. <laughs> okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, Brett, Brett uh, is, uh, had to do, uh, what, what's the show she had to do? Sherry Shepard's show to announce her pregnancy or whatever. Who else you said didn't come to work? And, uh, and Maria didn't come to work? Now, now Maria said right here. Off. I took a she, day off to be with my kids. We went to right. the water park. See? 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 See what okay. I'm oh. But, but I asked right. for permission. I asked for permission, Tony. Now, what's your excuse today, though? Wait, but my excuse today, I got an attitude from you not saying thank you for me on yesterday, on um, on Monday. You ain't said so thank you. So you, 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 you got an attitude. I really appreciate you. For you got an attitude because I'm not saying thank you because you came to work on the day that we actually were supposed to be off and you weren't even supposed to be on the microphone in them fake interviews with Herschel Walker and that, that Obama interview. With, uh, with you. See, see, see how you going to be? See, you so bad. And James Brown. Let's talk about that for a minute. You know how hard you talk about that? You a dead person. <laughs> what? Yep. You know how hard you got to do the work to interview a dead person? That's hey, a lot dog, of work what? right now. Dog, and dog. now I'm scratched out because you busted at me again and there's too much scratch. No, how you interview work. Jane Brown, dog? You, I, 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 you can't do I'm that, man. I'm going to tell you my secret. <laughs> but look, I'm just yeah. saying, Zoddy, just say thank you. I just want to feel appreciated. Maria, I bl- I bl- thank you, thank you, Black. Thank Tony. you, Black. Tony. Thank, thank you, Maria. I appreciate you. At least you, at least somebody on this fucking <laughs> money. So appreciate me, bro. I do appreciate <laughs> you. So, Black, Tony, can you, I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question. You coming to work tomorrow? I'm, de- I'm most definitely gonna be there tomorrow because you say, "Oh, what night? I'm gonna be here." Yeah, new edition. Oh. 
yeah, I'm beat up for that. And I thought that's what that's your favorite. That's one of your that's your favorite R and B group, right? Yeah, I like them. Uh, I like all they songs. Uh, Pretty brown eyes and uh, you sent me. That's mint condition. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no it's mint no. condition. That's a new edition. New edition, man, because you told me that you love that you love Johnny Gill, you love Ralph Transman, you love yeah, Bobby love Brown. That's your favorite. Michael Jackson used to be a part of. Right. Was he in that group when he was little? When he was a no. little boy. No. <laughs> who, who that was? All right, they're gonna be in the studio tomorrow, man. And and I know you love New Edition. Are you coming? Yup. I'm gonna be there. All right. You promise? Be there what? First night. What time I need to be there? No. <laughs> Show started at five a.m. <laughs> Oh, that's too early. I bet about 10 o'clock. <laughs> Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. This episode of the Rickest Mighty Morning Show podcast is brought to you by McDonald's. Black culture feeds fashion, but fashion doesn't always embrace black creatives. I mean, only 7.3% of American fashion designers are black. So, McDonald's is pairing five rising black designers with five fashion insiders for career-changing mentorship. And the access they deserve because we can do better than 7.3. Together, we can change the face of fashion. Follow their journey on Instagram at We Are Golden. Statistics source from Zipia.com as of 2021. So uh, we probably need to start our own economy, man. E- economy, our, our own foods, our own Amazon, and everybody get together and make it make our own economy. You know what I'm saying? Even I if agree. we gotta, even if we gotta get fronted from somebody else, we could we could start our own economy, our own state. Yeah, and other- see how much they miss us. Start our own economy, man. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I wanna hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. All right, Rick's Mountain Morning Show. Gary, what up there, Pippin? Good morning, Rock T. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Wednesday, Ash Wednesday, and here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Tiger, now everybody's talking about Tiger and his new relationship. It's being reported that he is dating um, rocker Miss um, Avril Avril LaVey. Trying to dare send it there madly in love. People say, honey, he didn't went from Kylie Jenner to Avril LaVey. And people also saying, with it being Black History Month, the African-American man is really getting popular this year. I mean, you know, Cher is dating um, um, what's her name? Um, ex-boyfriend. 
um, what's her name? Um, okay. Amber Rose. Amber Rose, ex-boyfriend. And then um, Roseanne was talking about um, she wanted to date an African-American man. So they said, just in time for African-American month, you know, kudos out to these African-American men with these rich European women. So we're going to follow go. that story. Put some of that money that back into the system. Yeah, but but what are you going to do with it, though, Ricky? Are you going to put it back in the system or go back and give it back to the system, you know, how your cousins do? But anyway, congratulations to those guys. And we are all excited about it. And hopefully everything goes well with them. All right, moving on in other celebrity news, y'all. Oh, my God, this is a sad, touching story, y'all. It's being reported, y'all, that comedian Kevin Hart, y'all, now, um, they're saying, y'all, that he wanted to do a show in Egypt. And, honey, the Egyptians were very angry. Now, they're saying, y'all, that Kevin, um, people slated to do a show in Egypt, but they're saying, um, he said, y'all, that the Egyptians, um, black men were Egyptian kings. Now, they're saying Kevin Hart sparked outrage, y'all, when he promoted the Afrocentrism and claimed that Africans were once kings of Egypt. Now, they're saying that the pint-sized American comedian was set to perform in Cairo, Egypt on yesterday. However, our production, the Egyptian event management company, behind Hart's tour, canceled the show amid of an outpouring of anger, y'all, in that country. They're saying that the company said that it was working with a ticket outlet to refund customers in the shortest possible time. Oh, my God. They were offended for being called kings? Oh yeah, they, I guess you're not supposed to say that. They said the drama unfolded, y'all, when Kevin said that African kings once ruled Egypt and that American children should be taught about their African ancestors in Egypt. He said, quote, we must teach our children the true history of black Americans when they were kings in Egypt and not just the era of slavery that is cemented by education in America. He said, do you remember the time when we were kings? Hart said in the interview, and they're saying that Egyptians accused him of distorting history and insulting Arabs by claiming that black Americans were once the kings of Egypt. Oh, wow. Oh, Lord, honey. Now, they're saying that Egypt is an ethnically and religiously diverse nation of more than 100 million, according to the Middle East I, y'all. So, Lord, I mean, I, I, I don't I don't know. Maybe they should have taught us that in school, and we probably wouldn't know this here, you know, right off the bat. But it's sad that they canceled Kevin's show, honey, because, I mean, I'm sure that man, he needed Yeah, they definitely money. trying to write off our history everywhere, that's for sure. I heard. They, they trying to take it out of that's school and sure. stuff. Absolutely. That's they already have done centers. it. Yeah. Lord. I guess, honey, but but and but you're not. But they say no too, though, because there's nobody's gonna be really um truly um black, quote unquote, because now you know with all the stuff going on and so with all the interracial relationship, there's not gonna really be no real black people. They say so. I don't know how they're gonna have the history in our. I don't think there's anymore. anyone in this country that's 100 percent anything. You know, I mean, you don't know unless you do your your DNA lineage. I mean, you really don't know. Everybody's kind of mixed up. Yeah, and so people in West Virginia and cousins and everything. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> Oops. All right. And in my final story, y'all, let's continue to pray for Kim Zosiak. Yeah, they say she is definitely, honey, going to lose her house. They're going to put that mansion up on the auction block. They say so Kim and Croy, honey, they were doing something. They had pictures of Croy vacuuming um, in his underwear. Some people saying maybe they didn't have no more money to get a housekeeper. And then some people saying maybe they were just trying to do to collect some money to try to get the um, money they need to pay to keep the house. But as of right now, they're saying that the mansion will be put up for auction. So... If you have some extra change, honey. Well, auction you know, on for sale for auction? 
Yeah, they auctioning it off. Yeah, they gonna sell That's it. That's so sad because the house they they got it for like eight hundred something thousand dollars, yep. and it's worth two point five million right now. now. Yep. You think all the money they made from the reality show? I yep. just don't get it. But you know, Kim, honey, she spun a lot of money according to the show. She loved her some good Versace and big designer stuff, and mm. she, you know, and Corey was a football player. They were saying you would have thought that he had what some money happened? left on. Yeah, yeah. Have, you know. And so. they selling it for eight hundred? No, they ain't selling it. They it, auctioning it off. Yeah, but it, they they only pay like eight hundred something thousand, but it's worth two point five million. Yeah. So what they weren't paying the notes? Yep, that's what the they're mortgage. saying. Yep, that's what they're saying. They, oh they my god. The mortgage, so you know, so that I mean that goes. Mm. This is universal across the board with everybody. If that house eight hundred thousand mortgage had to be about twenty five hundred a month, maybe. Yeah, on a thirty year. Back then, they probably got a pretty good rate. Yeah. Man, man, damn. Yep, so, honey, so if you got some extra money, y'all look it up, honey. Kim she could have did one mentioned. social media post for that. Exactly, you know, so, but she's selling her wigs and everything. They had all that out. Oh, wow, media. did she's, they? Yep, she's selling her wigs. Is Sweetie them. still with them? Sweetie, Ricky, Sweetie <laughs> gone, honey. They say maybe Sweetie would have been there. She could have helped them out, but <laughs> she gone, honey, so. Okay. You always bringing that girl up, Ricky. <laughs> the color of the day is one of my favorite color. My color of the day, y'all, is suit. On the high end, you say suit, and on the low end, you say beautiful ash. That's your color for the day. <laughs> yeah, Sweetie was there, Ricky, before she got that big man. She had another house, but she's right. Croy and got the big mansion. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all give it up for Gary with the team. <laughs> All right, y'all, 23 minutes after the hour, y'all. Hey, it's uh, every Wednesday on the Rick's Bottom Morning Show. It's Wellness Wednesday, and we got the one and only Dr. MJ Collier is back with an update from the medical community, and we'll also answer your general medical questions. Uh, Dr. Collier, good morning. What you got for us, man? Good morning, Ricky Smiley, and thank you for the opportunity to bring healthcare information to the listeners of the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. So we want to say uh, good morning to Rock T, Special K, Gary with the T, um, Maria Moore, and happy anniversary. Today is the one-year anniversary for the Braddy. Congratulations on her pregnancy. So, Ricky, today is Ash Wednesday, and for Ash Wednesday, particularly for Catholics, but a lot of non-Catholics have adopted this as well, uh, you start fasting. Ash Wednesday is a mandatory fast day, and for Catholics, this what this means is one regular meal per day and two small meals that do not exceed the, the, the size of the main meal in quality. So, you know, people decrease what they're eating and they, as a form of showing, uh, you know, support for the Catholic religion. So, but the, the main reason that people have fasted and started fasting, you know, it's for social process, not for weight loss. Weight loss is just one of the benefits of fasting. So back in 1964, or 67 rather, activist Dick Gregory started a 40-day protest about the Vietnam War. He fasted and his weight went down from 280 pounds to 95 pounds. 95 what? pounds. Once wow. he ended the fast, he came back up to 148 pounds, but he maintained fasting as a part of his lifestyle at that point because he said it made him much healthier. So there are lots of testimonials about the efficacy of no food fasting, and that's when people fast only on water. I had one patient who fasted on water, vitamins, and an occasional bouillon cube in some hot water for two weeks. He lost 20 pounds, and after he what? started back eating, he said he, he found that he could eat smaller portions because everybody knows your stomach will shrink and you don't need to eat as much. Uh, in the Western Oh, world, run that back, run that back. Say that again for the, for the people in the back. That's real important, Dr. Collier. 
Oh, yeah. If you fast and you decrease your portions, your stomach will shrink and you don't require as much food. It's getting through that first few days when you have to, uh, as I like to say, embrace the hunger. You will get hungry, and you just have to embrace it and not try to serve uh, that slave of hunger, and then you'll start to eat less and you'll, you'll maintain a better body weight. You know, in the Western world, Ricky, you know, our portion sizes have increased over the last 20 years, and we, ate, we eat way more with every meal here than virtually any other country or culture. So that's where we are now. So we're talking about, you know, that's a strict fast with just water and possibly some fruit juices or, or tea. Uh, but, you know, most people, for most people now, everybody's heard about and have embraced intermittent fasting. And so there are uh, several types of intermittent fasting. Uh, the most common is eating anything that you're going to eat within one eight-hour window of the day. So if you aren't a fan of breakfast or if you like larger meals, intermittent fasting is probably the best fit for you. Now, you can combine that with uh, various types of either calorie restriction diets or low-carb diets. But what I have observed is that it really doesn't matter what you eat as long as you stick to the time limit. So, you know, calorie restriction doesn't necessarily enhance intermittent fasting because, you know, as long as you don't overeat. And I tell, you know, people that you don't binge eat and then say, I'm going to fast uh, for the remaining 16 hours of the day. But if you eat reasonably uh, and you eat uh, reasonably decent foods as far as nutrition is concerned. You can't binge on, on donuts and cakes and, you know, and all those sorts of things. But if you eat everything you're going to eat in one eight-hour period, you're going to uh, lose weight. And you're also going to, and, you know, everybody talks about a, a spiritual awakening that you, you uh, obtain a different level of consciousness. And, you know, and that's debatable whether it actually happens or not, but there are enough people that give testimonials about it and say that they do. The other way is alternate day fasting. So you eat one day, and the next 24 hours you go through, again, water, juice, uh, smoothies, those sorts of things. And then uh, periodic fasting or whole day fasting involves periods of consecutive fasting of more than, uh, uh, say, five days. And then they, they have a thing called the 5-2 diet as well that is, is very common. So you can diet, you can uh, fast for weight loss. You can fast for religious purposes. And a lot of people who are non-Catholics try to give up something during this Lenten period. Uh, you know, it's just a time. I think the people are reminded that you can do that. And one of the benefits of that is weight loss. Right, Dr. Collier, I, I just want, can I ask a quick question yeah, about the fasting? Um, is this Maria? Yeah, this is Maria. Okay. Good morning. Okay. Good morning. Um, yeah, in your professional opinion, do you think it's uh, safe to lose 20 pounds in two weeks? And can you talk about the rate at which you continue to lose weight? Because I think sometimes people lose that weight really fast, and that's really water weight and muscle glycogen that they're losing. Uh, but the weight loss does eventually slow down, right? Yeah, absolutely. Weight loss is You can't keep losing weight that way. One, you do have to, have to actually start eating at some point. And a lot of people, they'll lose the weight, and uh, the vast majority of it is water weight. And then uh, you'll lose And When you lose weight that rapidly, you you lose a portion. Say, Let's say, for instance, that the ratio for every 15 pounds is 10 pounds of fat and 5 pounds of muscle. But if you gain it back by overeating, it's all going to come back as fat. So you, you even though the number on the scale may be the same, you can change your somatotype or your body style, and now you're softer, have a, a greater percentage of body fat, and you're less healthy. So uh, that is why, uh, you know, I don't advocate the strict fasting that I just talked about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just, my, I'm a comic, okay? I'm sorry. My, my, I can't even Go for it, Ricky. <laughs> some, some of the thought, no, I was thinking about my 600-pound life, and that lady, <laughs> wasn't losing, no, that lady wasn't losing her weight, and Dr. Yes went over our house and found them, them damn two three-liters that somebody had tucked under the mattress. <laughs> he, said, he said, you keep feeding her. You keep feeding her. That. She will die. You understand? I was, don't, you can't I was, stop eating. Don't, 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 don't let me say it right. 
You can't. I can't stop eating. <laughs> you must stick to the program or you will die. You stick to the program, you are enabling her, your head. Oh, she said, I can't eat no meat. I just need some meat. You've been eating meat for four years. Your body stores that. You don't need meat. All right, just, all right let's go to the phone. You're on with Dr. Collier. Good morning. Okay, good morning. Uh, Dr. Collier, I wanted to know how safe is it to do the fasting for Lent? Um, I, I would prefer to do mine at night, probably from 8 to 10 in the morning. And I also wanted to ask him what I'm a cancer survivor and what can I take that can keep me from being so constipated? The chemotherapy left me like where my bowels don't function the way they should. So what should I be doing on an everyday basis? Okay, two things. The fast that you just described is an excellent way to, uh, one, to fast, and two, also support your body's nutritional value, and probably you will probably lose a few pounds. That's a good thing to do for, for the duration. You don't have to change your eating habits at all. One, you have to make sure you're drinking enough water for the constipation problem. Two, that you have enough dietary fiber, and that's anything crunchy, fruits or vegetables, or take a fiber supplement. Uh, again, I have a LipoCleanse product that is a, a fiber supplement that stimulates large, easy-to-pass stews that you can find on the website, lifeofdrops.com. Okay, you're on with Dr. Collier. Good morning. Okay, so I have a 24-year-old. He caught the flu last year, COVID this year, and he's had this cough ever since he's gotten sick that it won't completely go away. Like, it, it'll calm down, and then sometimes he coughs worse at night, especially when he had the flu. He took, you know, got medicine for that, and then he caught COVID. Started back up. So it's kind of like an up-and-down thing. Some days he don't cough at all. Some days he coughs more at night than he do in the daytime. He can go to work, don't cough at all. So, Dr. Collier, what do you suggest that we do for this cough? Uh, one, he, the cough and all the symptoms of long COVID are due to inflammation in the bronchial tubes, so he needs to do some natural anti-inflammatories, vitamin D at a dose of 5,000 international units per day. I'd also recommend omega-3 fish oil for him, and just for general overall health and uh, allergy suppression, uh, some probiotics. So those three things would be very good for him, and it's not going to fix it in a day or so. He needs to take it and keep taking it to relieve those symptoms. Also, if he's bringing up any sputum or mucolytic, such as mucinate, DM maximum strength, which is available over the counter. He needs to take that nonstop. That would be twice daily for at least two weeks and see if he can clear that cough up. There's also a natural antibiotic, or an antibiotic is not natural, azithromycin, which has a natural anti-inflammatory component, and that calms down a lot of bronchial inflammation as well. So I would use to give my patients a course of azithromycin. All right, Dr. Collier, let everybody know how you can be reached. Ricky, you can reach me on all social media at Ask ASK Dr. MJ. And tonight, Facebook Live, 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. Tune in. We'll answer your health care questions. These are the opinions of Dr. MJ Collier, not those of Ricky Smiley, the Ricky Smiley Morning Show cast or its production crew. Thank you so much, Ricky. We appreciate it. Hey, y'all, tell y'all, that's scary. When they, hey, when you wake up and they watching you in your sleep, they crazy. Man. Get up and leave. <laughs> Get up and leave. Oh, and then they try to play it all the time. I sleep with my eyes halfway open. No, you don't. You're staring at me while I'm sleeping. I just, I just want to watch you sleep. That's creepy. <laughs> Very creepy, dog. There are chicks. Special K, am I lying? Rock T. No, dog, it's creepy. No. Yeah, that's <laughs> chicks that, chicks that, when you, if you wake up and she over there staring at you, while, mm-hmm. bro, no, I that's, can that's, tell you how First of all, it. we both about to get up at that point. Ain't no going back to sleep at that. I said, no, you looking at me? She got a little little grin on her face. Uh-uh. No. We yeah. Oh, my up. God. Yeah. That happened to me a few times. 
All them lights oh, coming on. Man, that man don't stand me while while. We in a scary movie all of a sudden. Right. Yeah. I mean, you laying there, you just open up your eyes. You know how you just look across the other, you know, look over to the other other pillow. Mm. And she's standing at you smiling. <laughs> or or if she if she got an elbow on the pillow and her head popped up and her head and her fist bottle just now you're gonna stare rub my face or something. Are you but that that just stare. It's oh. just a loving glare, Ricky. Uh-uh, receive no. it. Oh, loving no. glare, receive my ass. it. Like that mm. stalking. Like that. We about to get up and get dressed. Yeah, bed stalking. That's what that is. I like watch somebody. Well, I just want to see you. I just like to watch you sleep. And wonder why I sleep with the covers over my head. I'm sleeping with a paper bag over my head. If you stomp that thing out right, she might do that for that's a what few it, minutes. That's what it be. Might look at you for a few minutes, be like, "That's what it be." Yeah. Maybe you should focus more on keeping her asleep, so she won't be up to look at you. But anyways, let's get into this quickie. That was evil. Gotta put in no more work. <laughs> Wasn't even necessary, Maria. She like you gotta put in more work. Okay. <laughs> if she's still awake, it's something. If that's a problem. You did your job. <laughs> maybe she wouldn't be staring, sir. All right. On that note, uh, go to commercial. Just holler at these quickies. Oh, oh man! <laughs> oh, yeah, dog. We got some oh, more work boy, to do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a clap back for the morning. We're gonna let you make it on that one, dog. Just one more. All right, y'all. Man, going on, bro. All right, man. Today for Ricky Squeakers, I'm asking the question: uh, Will you not give up for Lent? All right. So, what did a poll on social media? Uh, we did a poll on social media on my Facebook page. Over 400 people. Chimed in, and the most popular answer was prayer. Okay, uh, prop. Uh, the the most popular answer was prayer. Uh, uh, the, according to the polls on social media. Now on Twitter, uh, it was a different story. We we created a poll to see what the heathens would give up. Right. <laughs> so here are the results. Twenty two percent said that they could give up fried foods. Twenty five percent said that they could uh, that they would not stop drinking or smoking. <laughs> no, no, no. 22% said that they could not give up fried food. Right. Now, 27% said that they giving up sweets was definitely, uh, they said that giving up sweets was definitely out of the question. And uh, last but not least, uh, fix it, Jesus, where's Twan? We need him. 20%, uh, 26% said that there was absolutely no way on this green earth that they was giving up sex. Now, um, what is something that y'all couldn't or wouldn't give up, uh, you know, for Lent, Special K? Social media, it's going to be hard for me to give up social media for 30 days. All right, Gary. Ooh, honey, shopping. Lord, I would crack up. No way. Really? Oh, Lord, Ricky. It's, it's I mean, you like think if you can go to the mall for 40 days, you would lose oh, your mind. Yes. Hell, when I do it now a week, honey, waiting for the stores to open up, I'll be like, oh, Lord, hurry up and open up. So what mall you run to? What, what mall you run to? You just... I go to Phipps. I love going to Phipps Mall. And I go to Lenox. I love going to that mall. Ooh. And then, then when you're in Dallas, what, what you go to uh, North Park? I go to North Park and I go to um, Read Threads, the consignment store. I got to go to those. Lord, and what about in Port Out of Texas when you go home with Mark? <laughs> <laughs> stay in the house, honey. <laughs> we don't have our little mall and put out the baby. <laughs> They got no people. major store. <laughs> she got dealers, honey, and I'm like, child. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about you, Maria? Um, I say Reese's Cup. I love those. I don't know if I can go for it. Maria, them damn uh, 
them damn Reese's Thins. Them Thins, oh, dog. Oh, my God. They got them re- re- refrigerated Reese's Thins. Yes. Oh, man. Come on, dog. I've never heard of them. And then you be <laughs> trying to do six best. of them to make up for the two thick ones. Right, right. <laughs> they just doing better. <laughs> and then them, 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 them gas station with them Asians, they had them big, super big Reese's Cups. Oh, yeah, I get the king with, size. Oh, my God. Rock T. Man, just sweets in general, dog. Like cupcakes. And yeah, we just sat up here and watch you. Five o'clock yes. in the morning, dog. Go through two bags, two bags of Skittles. Dog, the, man. The appetite of a <laughs> nine-year-old. Like, what the hell is wrong? Like, he's sitting up here eating some lemon heads and baked beans doing the morning show. We off here eating breakfast sandwiches. Man, I done had about whatever. five peach Jolly Ranchers already this morning. Just man, some good candy. Yeah, man, set up here and pour a bag of Skittles over some cornflakes. Talking about he finna make some lucky charms. You don't get your ass out of here. All right, y'all. Y'all can get at us 866-9-RICKY-866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. Quickies. Hi, this is Yolo from Flint, Michigan, and I will not give up my A&W root beer. Quickies. My peanut butter and jelly champs can't give it up. My go-to. Quickies. Tamika, Little Rock, Arkansas. For Lent, I am not giving up my ice cream. My favorite is Bluebell Millennium Crunch. Man, I'm giving up all processed foods, but I'm not giving up my ice cream. <laughs> Quickies. I will not ever give up my crab legs. I love them, love them, love them. Quickies. My name is Quincy. I'm calling from the north side, Chicago. I'm not going to give up my marijuana and my Remy Mars. Quickies. Good morning. This is Tony. I'm calling from Dallas. I ain't giving up my Mary Jane, honey. Quickies. My wife asked me about giving up liquor for Lent. And I said, you want me to sit in the house with you for 40 days and the kids? Not happening. Not happy. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all get at us. Uh, if you can't get through, hit us up on the back. What he said? The last part. Is- he ain't giving up liquor. <laughs> Not to sit in that oh, house yeah. with her and them kids for forty days. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you need you need a drink behind all of that, y'all. All right, y'all. <laughs> More Rick and Smile the Morning Show coming up. Oh, another Rick and Smile the Morning Show, man. Hey, man. Big shout out, man. We are so excited, man. Uh, first of all, we thank God for letting us see another day. Hey, big shout out to Nashville, Tennessee, man. I'm getting text messages, man. Uh, uh, Nashville, 1021 DeVille. Hey, uh, I hope y'all enjoying the morning show, man. Big shout out to, uh, you, Brian and K White, uh, two of my best friends, my frat brother, K White, member Sigma Gamma Row. Shout out to you, Brian, Bryce, Brian and Bryson, man. I love y'all. Those are my God kids. Uh, and, and Bishop Joseph Walker in my church in Nashville, Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church, Nashville, Tennessee, man. Thank y'all so much. Uh, for joining the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, the time right now is five after the album. More Ricky Smiley Morning Show coming up. Good morning, Ricky. So here's why it's so important to get along with your roommates. Ricky, so many layers to this story. Story. Um, a 63-year-old woman named Sandy Crow in Iowa came forward with a lottery ticket worth $30,000, but cops got a call about a disturbance at her home and things went sideways. When they got there, she was arguing with her roommate, 45-year-old Alvin Larson. Now, he was in the middle of moving out and police overheard them arguing about the winning ticket. It turns out Alvin was actually the one who bought it and he had Sandy cash it in to avoid having the winnings taken by the state for back taxes and owed fines. So Sandy cashed a check uh, and promised to give him his share afterwards. 
but apparently she realized she had all the leverage and didn't give him his full share. And like idiots, they revealed the whole scam to the cops. Uh, Alvin told them the ticket was his, accused Sandy of fraud, and he was right, but he failed to realize that he also committed fraud, specifically lottery fraud. Get this, Ricky. Both of them are now facing felony charges. What was the fraud, though? Well, first of all, I, once you own the ticket, I don't believe that you can like transfer the ticket. And then he revealed that he owed back taxes, so he yeah. was trying to avoid paying the taxes. Yeah, oh. man. Yeah. <laughs> and they both now they both can't enjoy the thirty grand. That's bad all the way around. And they got to go to court, and they might have to do some jail time. But uh, how, you sixty three with a forty five year old roommate. That part. That part. Like, what is that? I mean, he, he's 63 and, and his roommate is a chick. No, she's 63 and the roommate, she's a 63-year-old woman and her roommate is a 45-year-old man. Oh, yeah, he's smashing. Oh, yeah, he, he killing that. Yeah, he's smashing. Oh, wait a minute That's, that's and, convenient. And so he he won the, um, she won the, he won the lottery. Right. He won the lottery, yeah. He bought the ticket. He bought the ticket. And she did what the with ticket, it? Cash the ticket. He wasn't eligible to win the money. So he said, you take the ticket, you cash the ticket out in your name and then give me my share. And she was like, wait a minute. And right, and she did what? And she decided to keep most of the money. Well, maybe She he, didn't give him all his share. Maybe he owed her some back rent or something. Yeah, huh? <laughs> no, 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 he been, no, he paid that back rent. <laughs> uh, paying that every night. <laughs> Lowering that back out. Maybe she yeah, needed an extra to get a massage or something. I don't know. Yeah, Go to the yeah. chiropractor. It just yeah. seemed like black people be winning the lottery and stuff just be having bad luck. White people win the lottery and, and they pass it down to generation. Boy, we can't get a thirty damn thousand dollar lottery ticket together and now we facing jail time. Now both of them locked up. <laughs> now you in more debt. And now you gotta pay a lawyer thirty thousand to get out of the situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Oh, that, man. That's crazy. I appreciate that, Maria. It's Ricky Smile in the Morning Show. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Wednesday morning news. CNN anchor Don Lemon tweeted an apology to viewers for his remarks about Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley shortly before returning to work on Wednesday. The controversy started after Lemon made these remarks. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What do you talk? Wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll if you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say 20s, 30s and 40s. Lemon stuck to the news and made no mention after returning to work. Meanwhile, Nikki Haley has taken advantage of the extra publicity by selling merch based off of his statements. In other news, more than 65 million people across 29 states as far as uh, California to Minnesota through Maine are under winter weather alerts that warn of severe icing, extreme cold and sleet. The National Weather Service says the historic three-day storm will bring widespread accumulating snow through Thursday. Damaging winds and rain are expected Wednesday morning through the afternoon in parts of Oklahoma into western Arkansas across Missouri and western Illinois. More than 700 flights scheduled for Wednesday in the U.S. have been canceled, according to the tracking site FlightAware. 
Lastly, congratulations are in order, Ricky, for Virginia State Senator Jennifer McClellan. She has defeated Republican Republican Leon Benjamin in a special election for Virginia's 4th Congressional District and will become the first black woman to represent the Commonwealth in Congress. So congratulations goes out to her. Yes, I'm Maria Moore, and that's what's happening in news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's happening in sports? Well, let's talk about the homie Dion Primetime Sanders, man. He was on the Rich Eisen Show recently, and he talked about the types of players that he recruits. And some people liked it. Some people didn't like it so much, man. He was talking about the attributes that he looks for for recruiting quarterbacks. Now, quarterbacks are different. Yeah. We want mother, father, you know, dual parent. Mm-hmm. We want that kid to be three, five and up because he's got to be smart. Mm-hmm. Um, not bad decisions off the field. Uh, at all mm-hmm. because he has to be a leader of men. It's so many different attributes and what we look for when we see a quarterback. Now, when he got to the defensive lineman, here's the type of attributes he looked for. My defensive lineman is totally opposite. What do you mean? Single mama. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Trying to get it. Uh, he's on free lunch. I mean, like, uh, uh, I mean, I'm talking about just trying to make it. He's trying to oh, rescue mama. Wow. Like, mama <laughs> barely made the flight. Trying to get out the mama. I, I, and I want him to just go get it. I, I, it's a whole yeah, I understand that. Attributes that you look for in different positions, and we have that stuff just chronicle. We know what we want, and we go get it. So let me translate what he mean by yeah. that. He want a dog. He wants someone, because when you want when you're on a defensive line, you in the trenches. Like, you got to have a, that whole dog yeah. mentality. Like, I ain't got nothing to lose. So yeah, that's what I, he I, mean by that. Yeah, I want to make sure my mama's straight. I got to get my mom. My, I don't want my mama to work no more type of defense. Absolutely. Everybody in the hood know exactly what he was talking a- about. Absolutely. And ain't offended. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Hey, real quick, man. I mean, I'm in proud daddy mode, Rick. Hit my theme music, uh, uh, Super Dave. So, y'all know I love my, my babies, man. Lyric Harmony and, and Rocky Jr., man. They play sports, whatever. But I got something to really highlight real fast. I always Uh-oh. tell my kids to stay focused on your goals. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. If you do that, the spotlight will find you. My daughter Harmony is at Harvard University right now playing basketball. She is up for Ivy Player of the Year this year. She is oh. in conversation. She's in conversation to be added to the list of top point guards in the country. And Let's go. let me tell you something, man. I just need y'all. I need the Ricky Smiley Morning Show listeners to do a favor for old daddy right here, man. I just posted a little highlight video of Harmony on my Instagram and Facebook. Go check it out. Make sure you put a comment. Uh, you can follow her if you want to, man. Just keep lifting her spirits. She's putting in some work. Uh, shout out to my other daughter, Lyric, at Russ College out there. Another one of our fine HBCUs. I'm going to be yes, hopping sir. on the plane to go watch her play tomorrow for her conference championship tournament, man. And uh, my son, Rocky Jr., doing big things in baseball. He's 13. Proud of all my kids, man. But go go to my social media, at Rock T. Holla. See the Harmony Turner basketball video. Place your comments. Reshare it. Repost it. Tell the world about my baby doing big things out there, man. I'm so humble. I'm so grateful. Hey, congratulations, Rock. Thank you, Rick, man. It's all to the good. There it is, yes, man. Sir. <laughs> the hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, and Damn, that's hot. Woo-hoo. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the Viara 18.
All right, y'all, Rick's Mountain Morning Show, the hot spot to be in. Bought to you by... Get more stories from your favorite personalities, celebrities, and influencers on the new Urban One Podcast Network. Available everywhere you listen to podcasts and urbanonepodcast.com. Rock T, what's going on in the hot spot? Let's congratulate Rihanna, who had the largest streaming week of her career in the U.S. last week because of her Super Bowl halftime show. She had over 166 million streams, which was a 156% increase from 65 million the week before. The most streamed song was Umbrella with 9.53 million streams, followed by Lift Me Up from Black Panther with 8.68 million, uh, then Diamonds with 8.4 million streams. Now, according to Forbes, over the last decade, We've seen the size of the music revenue pie grow significantly as the popularity of streaming services has skyrocketed. Today, streaming accounts of 84% of U.S. recorded music revenue. Over 90 million people in the U.S. subscribe to one or more music streaming services. But critics of the streaming model argue that too many artists aren't getting a fair shake. It's easy to see how the format favors megastars. So, what y'all think about that? Like Rihanna is really one of she's part of that one percent that's really benefiting off of these streams, but right. uh, most of the other artists are not. Like they get a lot of streams, they get a lot of views, but they're not really getting their fair share in this in this situation. Yeah, they got to look at it like exposure. You know, if you get a lot of streams but maybe not getting paid off of the streams, you can do more live shows, you can sell merchandise, you can connect with your fans and kind of use that as a different tool than what these megastars would use it as. So it is still, I think, still beneficial to those those smaller, not as well-known artists. Absolutely. Right. That's all I got right there for the hot spot, man. Rock Teasy putting it down for the Brigadier Tanks. Damn, that was quick. <laughs> we ran, ran out of, out of, out ran of, out of material, didn't <laughs> Trying to get off early, ain't it? That's all, dog. It's time to go, Jay. Hey, Rick, when you're supposed to do 20 minutes, but you ain't got but 10 yeah. minutes of material, then you got to start be like. You went up there and did open mic night. Hey, shout out to everybody who got kids. Where everybody who smoked weed at? Where y'all at? Yeah, give it up for the ladies. Give it up for God. It's crazy <laughs> out here. Crazy out here. Boo. Hey, Kate. Kate. Boo. Boo. Hey, it's crazy out here. Say something funny. Shout out to the ladies. <laughs> oh, that was good and terrible. We'll never get that back. Yeah, you know, a lot of married no people at. You know how much people pay for advertising? We'll never get that precious airtime back. Other than, you know, made up just, something, Rock. But, we, but we'll be so glad when Brack come back to work. We don't know what to do. What the hell just happened? All right, y'all. Uh, more Ricky Smile. Man, uh, we, we apologize on behalf of the Ricky Smile in the morning show. That was a, Good and terrible. We got, All right, we got the praise mix down in Dwight uh-uh, Stone. Uh-uh, don't, don't try to promote nothing. You're done for the day. No, thank you, Shout sir. Shout out to Bryce, uh, Dwight uh-uh, Stone coming uh-uh. up next, man. No, nah, bro. No, sir. More Rick's Modern Morning Show coming up. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.